0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whenever you happen to be listening to this podcast. This is the Jayhawker Talker podcast, a podcast affiliated with the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. My name is Mark Van Sickle, and before we get rolling with today's episode, please subscribe, download, and give it a five-star rating. Tell five friends that you know, love the Kansas Jayhawks, about this podcast, and we can keep growing this thing as high and as far as you guys want to. So let's get into today's episode. I know the season didn't end how we all wanted it to. Obviously, with that 75-59 loss at Texas, it was disappointing. It really was. But let's not let it affect us too much because it has no effect on how the season has gone to this point, and it has no effect on how the season can continue to go. Assuming they can fix a couple things. Now, all season long, we've talked about the depth issue for Kansas. And I think they've been able to overcome that to this point. This point in the season, which is March Madness, getting ready for the Big 12 tournament, the NCAA tournament. KU really has done a great job of overcoming those depth issues. Now, it's really only popped up a couple times when there's been some foul trouble between two or three guys it takes two or three guys though to knock them down so that could still pop up in March it really could but for this point they've done a pretty good job of it what's been a little bit of a concern in the last couple of games which is what they need to fix and which I do think Bill Self can fix with his coaching in practice the next couple of days they need to get Grady Dick, the basketball. They need to get him more touches. Grady Dick has made a total of two field goals in the past two games. Both were three-pointers against Texas, but it wasn't enough, especially against Texas when you're getting blown out. They need more from Grady Dick, especially in the first half. They need him to attack the basket. They need him to get going so that he can get hot from deep, and they didn't get that from him against Texas, and they definitely didn't get it from him, In their senior night, their home finale against Texas Tech, they ended up winning that game 67-61. But Dick was 0-7 from the field. He only had four points, and that was via the free throw line. So all all I'm saying is this. It's really this simple. The Jayhawks need more Dick to succeed in March. And that's all I got to say about that. All the goals are still ahead of them. They've completed their first goal, and that was winning the regular season Big 12 title outright. They didn't even need to beat Texas in that last game to do so. They beat Texas Tech while Texas lost to TCU, and they were able to clinch that Big 12 regular season title, get the one seed in the Big 12 tournament, and that was their first goal of the season. Now, this is a Big 12 conference that's been... uh, the best in college basketball all season. Now, many people doubted the Jayhawks going into the season. They were the defending national champions. They lost three starters. They lost six main contributors to the team. And a lot of people doubted that Bill Self and the Jayhawks could come back. They had DeWan Harris coming back. They had Jalen Wilson coming back. And that's about it. They didn't have any other regular contributors from last year's team coming back. They did get Kevin McCullough Jr. in the transfer portal. That was huge the defensive player of the year last year in the Big 12. They had Grady Dick coming in, the phenom freshman. But there was a lot of question marks, and some people thought that Kansas would finish third in the conference behind Baylor and Texas. And they came out and they proved those doubters wrong. They really did. But now it's on to the Big 12 tourney. And before we get to talking about the Big 12 tournament, I honestly don't think that Bill Self cares about the Big 12 tournament. Now, I know the players do. I know the players want to win it. And Bill Self's cool if they do win it. He doesn't He doesn't care one way or the other. That's just my feel on it. I don't think that winning the Big 12 tournament is that big of a deal to Bill Self. He wants to win the regular season Big 12 conference title. He wants to win the national championship. That's Bill Self, and that's what he wants to do. Conference tournament titles, I don't think that is a huge deal to Bill Self. What they want to do is win the Big 12 regular season. Check. They already did that. Next, they want to make it to the Final Four. They can hang Final Four banners up there in Allen Fieldhouse. And after you make it to the Final Four, then you want to win another national title. This would be the first time in Kansas basketball history the storied franchise that has been the Kansas Jayhawks. They've never won back-to-back national titles. And If they can do that this year, it would be an incredible feat. So the road laid out ahead of them is still there. They can still do everything they wanted to do this season. The Big 12 title isn't that big of a deal. If you're talking about the Big 12 tournament, but like I said, we'll talk about that here in just a little bit and how, KU can win that thing if they push hard and really try. But currently, in Joe Lenardi's latest bracketology, he has the Kansas Jayhawks as the number one overall seed. And I figured KU would be a one seed. I really did. But I wasn't sure if they were going to be the number one overall seed. They do have 15 quad one wins on the season. That's the most of any team in the country by far. They have... One of the toughest schedules in college basketball. They have the most wins against top teams in college basketball. So I like that Joe Lenardi has them as the number one overall seed. And if they can get that number one overall seed, that is going to be huge for the NCAA tournament and March Madness for the Kansas Jayhawks and for their chances to get back to the Final Four back-to-back years. And here's why. If they get the number one overall seed, they'll get to play in the Midwest region, which means that they would start the round of 64 in Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines, Iowa is just a quick three-hour drive from Lawrence, Kansas. You can get a lot of Jayhawk fans up there in Des Moines, Iowa for the weekend, the first weekend of the tournament for the round of 64 and the round of 32. Both of those rounds played in Des Moines. And that's, that's huge for the first couple rounds of the tournament. I know Kansas will be expected to win. They'll be heavy favorites in both of those games. But if they can get a huge crowd out there, push them to victory, and get them to the Sweet 16, that's what it's all about. And then if you get to the Sweet 16, if you can survive in advance out of the first weekend, they'd get to play in Kansas City for the Sweet 16 and potentially... The Elite Eight. Of course, Casey's right in the background or right in the backyard of, of KU. Lawrence, Kansas, about 30-minute drive from Kansas City. And you could play potentially the round of 64-32 and 32 in Des Moines, Iowa, three hours away. Sweet 16 and Elite Eight in Kansas City, a 30-minute drive away from campus. And that would propel you to the Final Four for a second consecutive year. Now, it also gives them an advantage if they can play in Kansas City, not just having the home fans here, not just having a short drive to the arena, but they will have just played in this arena a couple of weeks before in the Big 12 tournament. They're going to be playing at the T-Mobile Center for the Big 12 tournament. They're going to play in that same arena in the Sweet 16 if they can make it there, if they have the number 1 seed in the Midwest. So that's going to be something to watch out for. Going into March Madness, seeing if Kansas can get that number one overall seed. I know that if Houston gets the number one overall seed, which right now they are the number one team in the nation in the AP poll, if Houston gets it, they want Kansas City. That's the closest uh, spot for the Sweet 16 for Houston. The next closest spot for Houston would be in Las Vegas. So. Houston wants the Midwest region number one seed. Kansas wants the Midwest number one seed. It's going to be an interesting couple of weeks here. It's going to be an interesting week. It's less than a week till bracketology. It's going to be an exciting week here in Kansas City. And I want to talk about that coming up after this quick break. I want to talk about the Big 12 tournament, how it's going to be in Kansas City, how Kansas can get through it and win it. We're going to talk about all that coming up here in just a minute. Welcome back into the Hawker Talker podcast. My name is Mark Van Sickle. Thank you for sticking with me for this podcast. In the first half, we were talking about how KU uh, has met all their goals to this point in the season. Of course, they won the Big 12 regular season title. The next two goals laid out in front of them are making it to the Final Four and winning another national championship. It's as simple as that. But they also have a chance to win the Big 12 tournament title, which... Bill Self, I don't really think he cares about the Big 12 conference tourney title at this point. He's more about winning the Big 12 regular season title and then going on and trying to win the national championship. If they win it, that's great. If they don't, I don't think he's too heartbroken over it. But this week in Kansas City, this is going to be a great week in Kansas City. If you have a chance... To make it to the Big 12 tournament, definitely do so. The Power and Light puts on a great show for Kansas City, and it's going to be right out there at the T Mobile Center. And they shut down the streets, they have a lot of interactive stuff going on out there. I would highly recommend checking out the Big 12 tournament if you've never been down there. And it kicks off on Wednesday evening. You've got number eight West Virginia taking on number nine Texas Tech. Six o'clock tip off on ESPN2. Of course, all these games are going to be shown out there on the big screen out there at Power and Light. You've also got number 7 Oklahoma State and number 10 Oklahoma at 8:30 when that first game wraps up on Wednesday night. So the Wednesday night games are usually not the best games. It's it's the worst teams in the Big 12, but this year for this year specifically, the worst teams in the Big 12 are not really that bad. West Virginia and Oklahoma State, who are the seven and eight seeds in this year's tournament, are right there projected to potentially make it into the NCAA tournament. They're right on the line. So, if those two teams can get a win in the first round of the Big 12, maybe even get a uh, win on Thursday of the tournament, that would be huge for their resume and pushing them into the tournament, not just as a bubble team, but as being a team that makes the field. So that's going to be something to watch on Wednesday night. If you're a college basketball fan, if you're a Big 12 fan, it's just going to be a good storyline to watch. And if you're a Kansas fan, you're watching the first game specifically because the winner of West Virginia and Texas Tech will take on Kansas at 2 o'clock on Thursday, March 9th. So that's what, for us Kansas fans, really, you want to mark down some time so that you can watch number 8 West Virginia taking on number 9 Texas Tech, ESPN 2, 6 o'clock Wednesday night. That's the game to watch because you want to know how Kansas is going to play it, who they're going to play, and how they can get a good game plan for these. I know that Bill Self is going to be ready to go. I know the player is going to be ready to go, but... For me as a fan, I like to see the matchups and who Kansas will be playing on Thursday afternoon. We already know that either of those two teams are going to be a tough matchup for the Kansas Jayhawks. They've struggled at times against both of those teams. Even though Kansas is the better team, those are tough outs. If they have to play West Virginia or Texas Tech, either of those teams will be a tough out for the Kansas Jayhawks. So let's just say Kansas gets the winner of West Virginia and Texas Tech. Let's just say for fun, West Virginia beats Texas Tech. So we're going to be Kansas versus West Virginia, 2 o'clock on Thursday afternoon. Either team could win, but I'm just going to say West Virginia for fun. I'm going to say Kansas beats West Virginia. I think they'll beat Texas Tech as well. But for this scenario, Kansas beats West Virginia, 2 o'clock, on Thursday afternoon for the Thursday lineup you've got number 4 Baylor playing number 5 Iowa State that's the 11:30 tip-off game right before the Kansas game Baylor and Iowa State will be a fun matchup to watch it really will because both of those teams have had highs and lows this season Iowa State just knocked Baylor off on Baylor's home court on their senior day And they didn't just beat them. They dominated them from start to finish. That's going to be a fun game to watch before the Kansas game on Thursday. So you've got Baylor, Iowa State, 1130 a.m. Kansas versus the winner of West Virginia, Texas Tech at 2 p.m. Then you've got number 2, Texas, facing the winner of Oklahoma State and Oklahoma. That game is going to be at 6 o'clock to kick off the evening session and then you've got number 3 Kansas State facing number 6 TCU at 8:30 to wrap up the Thursday games on March 9th. And I'm going to be focusing on that 11:30 a.m. game between Baylor and Iowa State. And that's because if Kansas goes on to beat the winner of West Virginia Texas Tech, they will play the winner of Baylor and Iowa State in the Big 12 semifinal game on Friday. So, just for fun, let's say that this goes chalk. Kansas beats the winner of West Virginia-Texas Tech. Baylor beats Iowa State. That means that Kansas would face Baylor at 6 o'clock on Friday night, March 10th. So, if Kansas wins, no matter who they play, whether it's Baylor or Iowa State, they will play in the 6 o'clock game on Friday, March 10th. So... I'm watching Baylor and Iowa State once again to see who Kansas will likely be playing in that semifinal game at 6 o'clock on Friday. On the other side of the bracket, it's going to be Texas or Kansas State and TCU most likely. One of those three teams will probably be making it to the semifinal on the other side of the bracket. And if Kansas makes it all the way to the Big 12 championship game, that's going to be on Saturday, March 11th. And they'll be playing whoever's coming out of that side of the bracket. Obviously, we're not going to know until Friday night late. But it could be Texas, Kansas State, TCU, or the winner of the Oklahoma State-Oklahoma Wednesday night game. My prediction right now is that we are going to have a sunflower showdown in the Big 12 championship. That's right. We're going to see round three. Of Kansas and Kansas State of course round one went to Kansas State game went into overtime Kansas State wins it by one point in the octagon of doom in Manhattan then Kansas got their revenge at Allen Fieldhouse just a couple of weeks later so it's 1-1 in the series right now if you can get Kansas and Kansas State in the Big 12 championship game not only will that be a ratings boost that will be a local economy boost as well because you're going to have both fan bases out there in full force in downtown Kansas City, and it is going to be hyped up like I don't even know what the last time that I would have seen a Big 12 championship game hyped up that much when you could have a Kansas and Kansas State Big 12 championship tournament game. It's, it's just going to be an incredible atmosphere all week down there. At the Power and Light District in Kansas City. T-Mobile Center is going to be popping. And if you can get Kansas and Kansas State in the Big 12 tournament championship game, that is when it's going to go off the rails. So looking forward to this week. Once again to recap, Kansas is going to be playing on Thursday, March 9th at 2 p.m. And they're going to be playing the winner of West Virginia-Texas Tech, and that's all we know at this point. Everything else was speculation on my part. But for sure, all we know is Kansas will play the winner of West Virginia-Texas Tech at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, Thursday, March 9th. And from there, God only knows. So keep tuned to the Jayhawker Talker podcast. If Kansas makes it to the championship game on Saturday... I think I'm going to be doing an emergency podcast Friday night just for you guys so that we can have something going into the championship Saturday. And keep heartlandcollegesports.com bookmarked on your computers, on your phones, because heartlandcollegesports.com is going to be covering every game, every second of the tournament. We are going to have people out there at T-Mobile Center. I'm going to be out there Thursday for the Kansas game for sure. I'm hopefully going to be out, be out there for any of the other games that Kansas will be participating in as well. So looking forward to the Big 12 tournament at the end of this week and hopefully another Kansas win or two or three if they can make it and win the Big 12 championship. It's going to be an exciting time. And then, of course, on Sunday... It's going to be bracketology. We're going to find out if Kansas is that number 1 overall seed to see if they can get that number 1 spot in the Midwest, to see if they can get to Des Moines, Iowa to play in the round of 64 and 32, to see if they can get to Kansas City in the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight before they get back to the Final Four, before they get their back-to-back national championships. I'm just really excited about this time of year. It's one of my favorite times of year here going into March Madness. My name is Mark Van Sickle. You've been listening to the Jayhawker Talker podcast in affiliation with the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. Like I said, check out everybody's work over there at heartlandcollegesports.com. And until next time, rock chalk, Jayhawk.